My name is Jeremy Devins, and this is the Quiet Mind Astrology Podcast, and today I'm here in Malibu, my girlfriend's family visiting, and uh, so I do have just my computer speaker, so there will be some background noises, there's some construction going on in the background, but it is gorgeous here, and I wanted to make this special episode about the Rahu and Ketu transits and how they're affecting you personally, and you can get your free birth chart at quietmindastrology.com where you can also schedule the reading and check out the one-on-one course but you want to have your birth info ready and at least in mind because i'll be talking about how these transits affect your rising and moon signs you want to listen to both for example if you have aries rising and taurus moon you'll want to listen to each of those sections because we look at transits from your rising and your moon and it gives us a better idea of what areas of life are affected for you in these transits so everybody's going to be affected a little bit differently i talked about the general effects of rahu in aries and k2 in libra which is what we're going through now for the next 18 months and how that affects the sort of general public in the mundane astrology on the last episode so you can listen to that for that info but here is going to be very personal and personalized So what areas of life are affected for you? And really, I'm talking about the houses. So if you're familiar with the houses of astrology, you'll understand what I'm really pointing to of understanding how these energies in these houses affect you, like Rahu in first house for Aries rising and so on. So you'll get what I'm saying as I go, and I'll have about two minutes for each sign. So you can just jump ahead to that in the show notes or look for your sign there. So starting first with Rahu in Aries and Ketu in Libra for Aries, Ascendant, and or Moon sign. This is a huge turning point for you. Whenever Rahu or Ketu enter your Kendra houses, that's the 1st, 4th, 7th, or 10th house, that is a major turning point in all areas of your life. So you're going to have more fortune and luck in general during this next 18 months. Great fortune with teachers. This is very good for bringing passion and romance into your relationships and passion into your creative projects. Passion with your children, if you have them, or about having children, if it's something you've been thinking about, as the fifth house is activated here as well, because we look at the aspects from Rahu of the fifth and ninth as well. This is a great time for travel if you're inspired and with what's going on in the world, if that makes sense for you to travel. That is, this is a good time to be doing that, but it may feel that you are traveling more in the mind and traveling with connecting with people around the world and uh, learning things, new education, new wisdom coming in from different teachers and a lot of great uh, energy and experience and wisdom coming from teachers. In relationships, this is an important time to have a spiritual connection in your relationships. There could be a loss of a partner or loss of a relationship in some way which doesn't have to mean a breakup or a divorce or ending, but it could mean that the form of the relationship is changing and it's taking away, the universe is taking away what is not in your best and highest good and your true self for you and the partner to leave you with what is spiritually true, what is really in service to your growth and evolution as a person and theirs as well. So a lot of spiritual growth in relationships over the next 18 months and potentially some losses in some form of relationship. And don't let that scare you, but it just means a transformation at least to a more spiritual connection in your relationships. 
For the Taurus Ascendant and or Moon sign, Rahu is in your 12th house over the next 18 months via transit and K2 in your 6th house. This is one of the more challenging placements to be going through. I actually just went through this myself recently and this can bring about some significant letting go or losses in your life. With Rahu in the 12th house, it's a time for letting go of things. Anytime the 12th house is activated like this, it's the time for endings. And that doesn't, again, that doesn't have to be a scary, bad thing, like I mentioned with the last sign. This is an opportunity for spiritual growth. And if you are working with people remotely or overseas or foreign countries, this can be massive growth for you in that way. As I mentioned, when I went through this recently, my reach and audience internationally grew a lot and I ended up working a lot more with people in Australia and overseas and away from the US where I'm based. K2 being in your sixth house can bring some health challenges and potential loss of vitality and health for you and your relationships. And it's an important time to bring a spiritual energy into your relationships and into your daily routines. So like having an altar in your home that you do some sort of daily practice with, like maybe it's drawing a tarot card or a divination card or having a meditation practice at the same place in your house in the morning. And even better, meditating with your partner regularly, if not daily. There are a lot of great apps for this now, like Insight Timer, which will have a little streak for you to build some momentum and feel like that daily, regular practice. Of course, I have the Quiet Mind Yoga membership, things like that, like daily yoga practice, daily spiritual practices can really help you make the most of this. And then your home life improving a lot and your transformation improving a lot. So meditation, very important for this time. For the Gemini Ascendant and or Moon Sign, Rahu is in your 11th house, K2 in your 5th house. This is the time for getting out, networking, connecting with other people, being a part of social groups and circles. If you're not already in those kind of things, this is the time where new opportunities in social outings and connections, communities will come out. Your wealth increases significantly, a lot of opportunities financially for increasing your wealth and gains from your work. This can be one of the most financially prosperous periods of your life in a while. K2 being in your fifth house can bring some loss of creativity to some degree, or you might not feel as creatively inspired as you have been, or maybe you're more spiritually inclined in your creative works. So if you're doing something that is not spiritual at all, you might find new creative ways to bring spirituality into your work. If you have children, there could be some uh, connection issues there, maybe feeling a little disconnected from your kids, or maybe uh, like a sense of loss with the children. Maybe if they're older and grown, they're going out doing their own thing, and you feel a little disconnected there. And with all of this K2 stuff going on, of course, if you have a spiritual connection with your children, then that can make this much more positive. And there is spiritual lessons in letting go of attachments with your children and their outcomes. And children also applies to any creative work, creative output as well. Your third house of skills is activated. So this is a powerful time for learning new skills, improving your business skills, marketing, communication, uh, any sort of short distance travel could be favorable for you right now. 
And your relationships in general bring you have a lot more energy and focus on your relationships and a lot of opportunities to grow there as well. For Cancer rising and or moon sign, this is the time to focus on your career. And you may feel like wanting to get out of the house, possibly even moving house this time in this, within this 18 month cycle and focusing more on your work, your creative output in your field and your peers and colleagues that you're working with. So you're spending more time on work related things and maybe even reaching more levels of recognition, like higher recognition and success and notoriety in your work. And this is all potentially where you're outside of the house more and even maybe to the detriment of your home. Or again, maybe it's just that you're moving home, but there are some sense of loss in the home. And it could be a loss of individuality. Maybe you're moving in with a partner or moving together with somebody to a new home where you don't have the same sort of individuality you've had before because the energy of Rahu in Aries is all focused on the career. So if you want to feel more sense of autonomy and independence, then focus on your work and particularly work outside of the home that you're getting recognized for. This is also aspecting your sixth house of health and wellness. So this is a powerful time for doing more exercise practices or daily routines of exercise and physical health. This can be a time where you feel a lot of vitality and energy and you encounter great teachers and guides and maybe coaches or trainers with your health and maybe a new program or app that you follow. Your second house of family is also activated. So this is a powerful time for connecting with family, spending more time with them and potential gains from family assets like an inheritance of some sort or increase of wealth in some sort because of your family in history or family connections or something of that sort. For Leo rising and or moon sign, Rahu is in your ninth house for the next 18 months, K2 in your third house. Now, if you're if it's able and possible for you to travel, this is a great time for traveling for you. Otherwise, higher education, learning new skills, new wisdom, and potentially working with teachers that are inspiring to you and even being a teacher yourself. You'll find a sense of autonomy and purpose and drive and a lot of ambition towards these topics. If you've been wanting to go on some sort of spiritual pilgrimage to a temple or monastery or a spiritually significant place, you might find a lot of creativity, energy, vitality, and life force just from doing that. Now, there could be some issues with your younger siblings during this time if you have them or potentially issues with doing any sort of short distance travel. If you've had a work or career path or just a lifestyle where you've had to drive around town a lot, maybe you've done like Uber or Lyft or rideshare or something like that. And that is coming to a close where either there's a loss of that or a change of that in some sort. And you might not feel as talkative or communicative and there can be some issues in your relationships, communication issues in the relationship. So having a spiritual foundation of your communication in the relationship, like maybe you and your partner have a similar spiritual path or teachers that you follow or a relationship counselor or therapist, bringing the spiritual energy into the relationship and the communication helps a lot. Now, this is also aspecting your first and ninth house. So very fortunate time, a lot of good luck, a lot of personal growth, 
your sense of identity is evolving and maturing and stepping into more power, leadership, and authority in all areas of your life. For Virgo rising and or moon sign, this Rahu is going into your eighth house, K2 into your second house. Rahu in the eighth brings a lot of energy towards spiritual transformative kind of work. You might be drawn to things like a Tony Robbins seminar or a book about personal growth and transformation or astrology, Vedic astrology, yoga, meditation, occult studies, tarot, learning about herbs, different things that are sort of hidden and outside of the mainstream that bring about personal growth and transformation are going to be very energizing, inspiring for you and help you feel a sense of drive, motivation, independence, autonomy, leadership. This is also aspecting your 12th house, so there may be some significant losses or changes, particularly with the home, maybe changing home, moving home this year or within the next 18 months. But finding more fortune through doing these things and good luck, and especially with working with people from foreign countries and things that are to do with meditation, transformative work, spiritual practices. K2 being in the second can show a detachment from family during this time or detachment from your assets, things that you gained from your childhood, either childhood lessons or your home that you grew up in. So if you haven't ever moved away from home and you're thinking about it this year, this might be the, the trigger to do that. And having a spiritual connection with family helps a lot. And if you don't connect with your family really on that level at all, then you having your own spiritual approach to your family is a very similar effect. Your home is going to be a place of a lot of energy and growth and lessons, and you might potentially meet great teachers through the home. That means like learning stuff online or getting into things online, learning remotely. For the Libra rising and or moon sign, K2 is in your first house, Rahu in your seventh. A lot of energy around relationships right now, and you might find a very, very strong connection with your partner deepening intimacy, almost to the point of codependency. So you want to watch out for that during this transit of getting too clingy or too much energy focused on the partner at the expense of yourself. With K2 in the first house, you might feel like a little bit of an escapist tendency, even getting into things like drugs or escapist habits or behaviors, things that can kind of take you out of the daily routine and feeling kind of stuck in yourself. And there's a desire to kind of break free of that, which spiritual practices do. Drugs and alcohol do that. But finding the method of that that feels authentic to you and nurturing for you is really important. And yes, in service to your relationships is always at the forefront of your thoughts, but not too much. You don't want to be too compromising, too yielding, too much energy focused on the other person, which is one of the risks of this but also can bring about lots of connection, intimacy, and growth in relationship that really has awesome effects for the connection in the relationship. This also affects your 11th house, so lots of good gains during this time, good social connections. Again, very powerful time for connecting with groups of like-minded people, peers, social circles, communities that inspire you, and potentially even being a leader in those communities. Learning new skills is very favorable at this time as well. 
if there's a something you've been wanting to pick up, uh, like a new skill, particularly in communications, marketing, business, you have the energy and drive to do that more than many times in recent history. So very powerful for that. For Scorpio rising and or moon sign, Rahu in your sixth house, K2 in your 12th house. Now this is one of the more positive placements to have with Rahu and K2, where you've got a lot of health and wellness consciousness and energy to be very healthy and drive to do things like have a good diet, sleep, exercise regimen, and be consistent with it. And you might be drawn to something like habit tracking apps or following a program or working with a coach, and you'll feel a strong sense of self and energy and vitality for doing so. This Rahu is, effect, is, is also aspecting your 10th house of career. So all that stuff also applies to career and being very focused and driven there, as well as your second house of family and assets. So managing your assets, your connection with your family, and time to connect with them. K2 in the 12th house can show a lot of spiritual growth and a desire for some time in isolation, time in meditation. So one of your daily routines that would be very beneficial, this is always true, but especially during this time, is a daily meditation practice, just sitting in silence or a guided meditation, whatever works for you. And doing that with your partner is also very favorable at this time to help sustain the connection because there can be some disconnection that happens and potential loss of relationship or a loss of an old form of the relationship otherwise. So having a spiritual element to the relationships is very helpful and a time to get away, maybe going on a 10 day Vipassana retreat or going to an ashram or a spiritual temple, going into solitude by choice can be really helpful Otherwise, there may be issues of things being taken away and needing to learn the spiritual lessons the hard way. For Sagittarius rising and or moon, Rahu is in your fifth house, K2 in the 11th. Now, an interesting thing here, if you've been listening to any of my other interpretations, you might think K2 in 11th means a loss of finances. But oftentimes, this means a lot of gain of finances because there's a detachment from the outcome. And you're focused instead on the fifth house, which is creative work, output, your children, family, your romance, and all these things are the main focus. And then the finances come without as much effort or worry or struggle, right? If you try too hard and strive to it, then that might sort of push it away. But with Rahu in the fifth house, you're going to want to put a lot of your energy and attention on your creative output. Maybe this is the year you write a book or make a podcast or make a YouTube channel or do something that is significantly creative and expressive for you where you feel a lot of energy to focus there and at the expense of other things and to your benefit at the expense of worrying about expenses. So instead of worrying about the money, yes, manage it, take care of it, keep track of it, be on top of it, but don't get too attached to it. And that can be really powerful to have a lot of financial growth and success during this time, a lot of creative success and fulfillment. And this is aspecting your ninth house, which is very favorable and can bring about great teachers in your life and you stepping into a role of a teacher and it aspects your first house. So your sense of self is transforming and you're stepping into a wiser, more philosophical, more personal growth aspect of yourself 
that can lead others and take charge and be seen as a spiritual leader to some degree and uh, step into your wisdom and growth and live the philosophy that you understand innately. Now it's coming into more action this time. For Capricorn rising and or moon sign, this is in your Rahu in your fourth, Ketu in your tenth. So if you've been thinking about moving or changing your home or renovating your home, this is the time to do so. You might even feel a little bit of detachment from your work where you're not as productive as you used to be or the drive and passion isn't quite there the same way it used to be in your work and you're considering a career change or maybe even having a loss of job during this time where the energy goes instead to the home and what really lights you up in yourself and a healthy degree of selfishness. So if you have a work from home job you'd like to be doing, that is very favorable during this time going out to a workplace, being in the spotlight, getting all the recognition is not the primary drive and energy and focus during this time. Instead, it's on the home, the self, and doing things that light you up. And the work could follow from there, where you might end up in a better work position from that because you're more aligned with what is resonant for you. This is aspecting your eighth house of transformation and your twelfth house of spirituality and spiritual gain and material loss. So again, there could be some, maybe a loss of the home or job or transformation of those things. As long as you see this all as spiritual growth and transformation and don't get too attached to the physical form and material things, this can be one of the most transformative years of your life. And you just happened also in the big Saturn transit over your first house. So the lightening up of things, so the, the heavier stuff of the past two years starts to lighten up and there can be a lot of major personal growth, but there will be some big changes and it can be a little uncomfortable, but having a spiritual practice and meditation helps a lot with this. For Aquarius rising and or moon sign, Rahu is in your third house, Ketu in your ninth. So this is the time to build skills, to work on your communication to learn more about marketing and business or commerce, to learn about things that require new aspects of yourself to open up and unlock, and that comes through in your communication as well. The Rahu in the third is one of the best places it can be and allows you to develop new skills quickly, adapt, learn, be a quick learner. And the K2 in the ninth house is very favorable as well. It brings about great spiritual teachers and mentors, guides, and even just books or trainings or courses or podcasts that you find that can bring about a lot of lessons, growth, and things that improve your relationships as well. Having some sort of spiritual guidance in your relationships is very favorable, like a relationship counselor or marriage counselor can really help a lot and it can be massive growth in the relationships during this time. This is also aspecting your seventh house of relationships. So doubly what I just said, and your 11th house of gains. So very favorable for increase of income during this time. And those skills that you learn, those new skills become very marketable and help you increase your income and your growth from your business and can even lead to great recognition and success and fame from your work. And with 
everything else that's been going on yes saturn will be going into your first house so that is a huge transit so that's going to put a little bit of a serious tone to everything going on right now and it might bring things a little bit slower than everything else i just said so that's the one damper on this but otherwise very powerful and favorable transit you're going through for the next 18 months pisces rising and or moon sign rahu is in your second house k2 in your eighth so this is the time to connect with family and take care of family connections assets relationships and you might find a stronger sense of yourself and your own identity through those connections and relationship k2 being in the eighth house can bring about a lot of spiritual lessons and growth important time for meditation particularly with your partner and relationships and there may be some major transformations and personal growth happening more under the surface and maybe that's actually even behind you so one of the ways this can express is that this year is not as so intensely up and down and it's more about stability and security and family and less about the constant change and volatility that can happen uh, in the eighth house because k2 is there so that brings about less drive and focus on that kind of stuff and more about the practical daily stuff which is helpful because you also have the jupiter and pisces this year which will bring about a lot of imagination and a lot of growth to yourself so there will still be a lot of personal growth new wisdom insights great teachers in your life uh, but it's a more of a steady growth and expansion and less of the intense volatility that can happen sometimes with other placements rahu is also aspecting your sixth house which brings about more daily routine and your 10th house of career so again you may be drawn to having more of like a simple structured routine kind of lifestyle for the next 18 months and more consistency there and more steady work and focus on your output and creative work and even get more fame and recognition and success through your work so that's my quick look at all of the signs. So again, you want to listen to your rising and your moon sign to better understand what's happening. So you get a bigger picture. So the rising sign kind of tells you what's happening personally, how your sense of self is changing. The moon sign tells you what's happening more internally, how your emotions are adapting and responding to these changes what's happening internally and emotionally the rising is a little bit more what people see on the outside and the more external and the moon sign is the more internal but you want to look at both and understand them to understand what is happening over the next 18 months and i didn't look too much at the saturn and jupiter stuff that is also very significant and those transits are coming next month and this is mostly just the rahu and k2 so filter all that through what's coming next month about Jupiter and Saturn, and you'll get an even clearer picture of what the next two years or so will look like. But hopefully this was helpful. And again, check out quietmindastrology.com where you can schedule the reading. If you want to know how this is affecting you personally, we'll also look at your dashas. Those are the very, very personalized planetary periods that you are going through that are completely unique to you based on your birth time. So that can help you understand some of the big themes going on. And then we'll also look at your annual charts to understand the main theme of this birth year for you in the next few years. So you can get a clearer sense of how to plan for everything going on, how to adapt and respond to the changes and make sense of this, this very 
interesting world and time that we're living through of massive world changes and how it affects you personally and how you can adapt to it. Because it's very important to have some understanding and it really just makes more sense of it. So it's like, okay, well, I, I see why that would happen. I see why these changes are happening in the world and here's how I can work with it. So hopefully this was helpful for you and making sense of how you can work with these energies. As always, thank you for listening. If you enjoy this podcast, please take a moment to leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts if you feel this has been helpful and share this with a friend who you might think could be interested in this astrology stuff, especially if you've got 11th house energy going on over these next 18 months. It's good to share about your interests with your friends. And I look forward to sharing more with you next time on the Quiet Mind Astrology Podcast.